pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Nay. I am writing solo dolo this week, but no worries, cause Fallon Deanne will be back soon. Nonetheless, I got a pretty good show stored uh, in store for you guys. So let's go ahead and jump right into the hot topics for the week. Kicking it off with some sad news. The NBA Minnesota Timberwolves player Carl Anthony Towns just announced that his mother passed away due to complications from the coronavirus. So prayers go out to him and his entire family, obviously, something that we never like to hear. And um, we know how if you, you know, watch the NBA or, you know, anything about some of the players or follow any of the players, then you know how close him and his mother were. So definitely just prayers for him and his family through, you know, going through such a sad situation, a devastating situation. Um, This whole Corona thing clearly, clearly sucks. Also, in sad news, um, a reverend and... Virginia, pastor in Virginia. He has also died from the coronavirus. Um, it is reported that he was one of the pastors who were still holding services, even though the social distancing order was placed in Virginia and has been in order um, for quite some time. Um, he was quoted as saying that he would continue to hold services until he either was arrested or ended up in the hospital. Unfortunately, um, he has succumbed to, you know, the coronavirus. Prayers up to him and his family. No, regardless of the situation, we never want to hear someone passed away. Uh, I just hope that if anything that comes out of just hearing about any of these deaths that we all sit back and realize that, hey, it's safer for us and for everybody else if we just stay in the house, stay at home, and just follow these orders the best that we can so that we can keep our family members safe um, and just kind of get back to life as usual. I know that there are a lot of folks out there who are going crazy, going a little stir crazy, trying to keep busy, uh, hoping that these damn kids would go back to school. So whatever is going on in your situation, just keep holding on, keep kind of sticking, sticking it out. Sucks, man. It sucks. And it's it's looking like it's going to go through the rest of April. Some are even saying, some of the reports are even saying into May. I Listen, I know it's tough and it sucks, but If we want to get out the house and we want to kind of sort of resume back to normal, then we got to follow the order. So please, please stay at home and stay safe. And again, prayers up to Carl Anthony Towns and also the Virginia pastor's families um, as they are grieving during this very, very tough time after kind of seeing their loved ones pass away from this virus. Moving on, though, to some positive news. Yeah, moving on to some, I would say, positive news. Your boy Ziddy, he hosted a dance-a-thon for the COVID uh, coronavirus relief. He made over $4 million, so a round of applause for that. Um, unfortunately, 
Anytime anything goes on, there's always a little bit of controversy that comes along with it. And this dance-a-thon was no difference. People, you know, he had a a magnitude of different celebrities who kind of came on there during the whole couple hours that he was on uh, raising the money, you know, through the dance-a-thon. We saw J-Lo come on with A-Rod and all, you know, Drake popped in and all other, you know, many, many magnitudes of different celebrities kind of popped in there, did their little dance and moved on. Um, controversy kind of came into play when Lizzo was on. Um, she st- apparently started to twerk and, you know, did he cut off, cut her off, cut off the music. Um, people obviously at first were kind of clowning her, was like, hey, sis, read the room. It's Easter. You shouldn't be twerking on Easter. Yada, 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 yada. Then a couple hours later, he had Drea on and Drea started to twerk. And people was like, wait a minute now. Double standard. whoop de whoop de woo Uh, you know, whatever. You know how Twitter and all of social media gets in arms, jumps in arms about everything. Needless to say, Diddy kind of at the end of the whole thing, he hopped back on and made it clear that he was not hating on anybody for twerking. He was not, you know, he didn't cut Lizzo off because she was twerking he said that it was the music choice that they were playing because it contained a lot of cursing I believe it was a black youngster song um and they said it contained a too much cursing and so that's the reason that he cut it off or whatever had nothing to do with her twerking so yeah I mean I don't know how much I tech I mean look I don't know how much I actually believe that excuse um because hey there, you know, the majority of the music that he was playing contained cursing in it, um, including the record that Drea was twerking to, which was Back That Ass Up. And yeah, so <laughs> needless to say, uh, I, I, I doubt that I, you know, I'm a little skeptical on that excuse. Personally, I don't think that he needed an excuse. If he didn't want her twerking on there and he'd rather see Drea twerking, it is what it is. Hey, it's his page. He can do whatever the hell he wanted. It was his little dance thon benefit that's on him who cares um i feel like people just take stuff too seriously especially with stuff like that it's no need to kind of jump all in arms about it you know we know how folks are a lot of people fit are kind of over uh over lizzo right now and her twerking and all that same way that they you know are going at meg about her and her twerking they've been going at lizzo about her and her twerking so uh you know it is what it is people gonna find something to complain about with anything so i would just say um you know i didn't like i said i didn't feel like he needed to come on there but he came on there he said what he said and yeah it is what it is let's move on um let's focus on the positive that he did raise over four million for um you know the coronavirus relief so applause to that and all that good stuff speaking of i guess raising money um your girl black china is kind of in the the news right now um all over kind of the blog sites and stuff because apparently she is um she told her fans that she will give you a follow back or a do a FaceTime call with you, but 
you got to pay. Um, in order to get a follow back from her, you have to pay her $250 and she will follow you back on your social media account. And if you want to do a FaceTime call with her, you have to pay her $950 and she will do a FaceTime call with you. Uh, there are a lot of people that are uh, going in on her because they're saying that First and foremost, that is an excessive amount just for a FaceTime call or a follow. Um, but, you know, her management or I guess her represent, you know, representation is stating that she's just being creative during, you know, a pandemic. She getting her money however she can get her money. So, eh. hey, I, I mean, I, I can't. I don't. <sighs> If we're going to be completely honest right now, you know, this is how, you know, this is how the black Chinas of the world get their money. Um, they don't have the ability to go and club host. They don't have the ability to, you know, do all of the things that they were able to do in order to make their money. So they got to come up with other ways to make their money. I, I can't knock the girl for it, you know, if... All I can say is if you really willing to pay $250 for a follow or you want to talk to Black China on FaceTime that bad that you're willing to pay $950, then I mean, that's, um, that's on you. I don't, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't knock her for getting in how she lives. She's trying to get money just like anybody else. Obviously, people are trying to get money. Um, OnlyFans has said that they have seen a spike in their the amount of people who are creating accounts. So clearly, <laughs> clearly, if folks is out here running to OnlyFans to make it make accounts, then clearly, folks is trying to get money however they can get money you know so again i can't knock black china for getting it how she lived you know that's that's her skill that's her talent she's an influencer as they say and so if you want to follow or facetime with it then you're gonna have to pay it is what it is yeah, i guess you know <laughs> anywho uh moving on from that in kind of politic news bernie sanders dropped out of the race officially and he has now endorsed joe biden for president obviously as the democratic nominee so we are officially officially down to joe biden as the democratic nominee the more interesting part of the story is joe biden's who joe biden is going to decide to bring in as his vice president uh, as his running mate, they are saying there are reports that he is heavily leaning to former um, former president running. What the hell do they call it? Like the she was running for president herself, uh, Camilla Harris, and uh, that is apparently who he is leaning towards for his VP pick. Um, Look, look, I just, it's bad enough I'm stuck with Joe ass because y'all know good and damn well I am not voting for Trump ass. So it's bad enough I'm stuck with Joe. 
But then y'all gonna bring in Camilla. At- <sighs> Look. Joe, please don't pick Camilla ass. Cause I just. <sighs> y'all just really making it hard for. Y'all really making it hard for a sister out here. Like. Damn. It's bad enough I'm stuck with Joe. Please don't pick Camilla ass. Please don't. I can't. <sighs> please don't pick Camilla ass. That's all I'm saying. Whew. Anywho. Moving on from that depressing ass, <laughs> that depressing ass news, we shall see who he actually does officially pick for a running mate. But again, they are saying that he is heavily leaning towards Senator Camilla Harris. So yeah, it is what it is. We shall see in in that regards. Also in hot topics, your boy OT Genesis is at it again. First, it was funny. Um, when he was doing his little videos where he was remaking Keisha Cole songs and, you know, doing records. And at first, you know, I think all of us was on his side because it was like, hey, the records was funny. Um, he wasn't trying to be, it didn't like seem like he was taking it serious. They was just cutting, he was just making jokes, man. But at this point, it's like, I don't. I don't get the point. I don't understand where he's going with it. Like he's out here now personally, like taking digs at Keisha, talking about her personal hygiene and shit like that. Like I didn't get it. I don't understand it. Like what do, what's the purpose of it? He just really looking like real, like clout chasey out here. And he really don't have to do that. Like I said, the records that he made, they were funny. Um, they got a lot of us some good laughs and it's not like, he didn't have like, I mean, he's not like a superstar A-list talent, but I mean, he got a lot of looks for, you know, especially after Beyonce did his record, um, made his record a part of her show. So, you know, that got him a lot of looks and, you know, a couple of his records have got him some looks. So he don't really need to do like the clout chasey trolling and shit. So I don't understand why he's, you know, make taking personal digs at Keisha Cole. True, she could get a little bit of a, I would say she could get a little bit of a sense of humor because she took it really, really seriously when he, you know, did the remakes to her records. But I just, I, I don't understand the taking kind of like the personal digs at her or whatnot. I also, um, I seen where her sister kind of went, her sister Nephi kind of went on this rant attacking OT and, you know, she collected and dragged his ass. And I will say while he deserved that dragging, I did not like the fact that she brought his new baby and Malika into the situation like I feel you know Malika obviously is the mother of his child um I I don't I didn't like that she felt like she had to drag another woman into it because it was unnecessary or even discuss his baby at all you could have simply dragged his ass and you would have been well within your means to do that you didn't have to like mention his child um or you know his child's mother because she had nothing to do with the situation she has nothing to do with the situation she hasn't said anything negative about Keisha or the situation clearly she is just trying to co-parent 
with her child's father she ain't got nothing to do with it so i'm never here for the kind of dragging of another woman especially when she ain't got shit to do with what the fuck y'all talking about so but needless to say um she was well within her means to drag ot um you know hey drag his ass for filth because he has no business at all talking about keisha in any type of derogatory way talking about her personal hygiene like my nigga you don't even know about her personal hygiene cut it out so you know i i definitely don't agree with that but i also don't like i said i don't agree with dragging his child's mother into the situation especially when she has absolutely nothing to do with it other than the fact that she has a child with him so yeah needless to say hopefully they can you know work that whole situation out and we can all move along from the silliness and the bullshit with that situation speaking of folks out here being silly or i guess we can't say being silly being they goddamn selves being they selves your boy 50 cent is at it again um like i said one thing i can say about 50 cent when it comes to this whole jaw rule thing is that he is consistent that he does not fuck with Ja and Ja's the same way. He is consistent that he does not fuck with 50. Clearly, when it comes to beef, they really got beef and they really do not fuck with each other. Not, uh, needless to say, Ja Rule said that he would not be opposed to doing a hit for hit battle with 50 Cent. Um, as you guys know, we've all seen like all of the uh, verses battles on ig live um we've talked about them here on the show um ja rule said like i said he said that he would be up to for it to do a hit for hit battle with 50 cent your boy 50 though in his true 50 fashion pretty much let it be known i don't fuck with you and you i will not give you any acknowledgement at all whatsoever any type of look no hit no battles with you at all so yeah typical 50 being his petty ass self and yeah we shall see though i mean i think though it would be for what it's worth i think it would actually be a pretty good hit battle you know what i mean a lot of people were kind of saying it was one-sided saying that the reason 50 didn't want to do it is because ja got mad hits but i mean listen you can't sleep on 50 he had 50 had some bops like he had a couple of hits and he had some rec he had some real dope records that i think a lot of people sleep on because they were some they was actually some street shit so i think people kind of uh you know if you're not into that they kind of slept on it but 50 got some hits you know what i'm saying he got some bops granted they probably are nowhere i would say well i'm not even gonna say are no they they definitely aren't as big as jaw rules records where as far as we all remember during that whole like early 2000 era murder inc was just murder inc jaw rule was just it like he had some of the biggest records of the early 2000s but i mean you can't sleep on 50 cent because he had he had a couple himself you know he had in the club he had a trying to think that was what in the club was his first record he had the little 21 questions record. So, I mean, he had a couple of little bops. But I definitely think that for in that battle, it would come down to, um, you know, it would come down to like 
the last couple of final hits and all job would really have to do is throw put it on me on and it was it'd be over like put on and he had to do the one with um little mo because you know on the if you had rule 336 uh that it did not have um the the version with little mo on it like it just had vita on it or whatever but it didn't have little mo singing the vocals that record completely elevated shot up when he put Lil Mo on them vocals. So all he really would have to do, like if he played his car, he played it right. Like if you watched the little versus battle, cause they, I think they have like 20 songs a piece. So he would just go, they go hit for hit for hit for hit. Number 20, drop that, put it on me record with the Lil Mo joint with Lil Mo on there. It's over. Oh, it's over. It would have been over. He would win just off that record. So, but needless to say, I still think it would be interesting. It would be worth watching, but you know 50S ain't doing it. Let's just keep it honest. You know 50S is not doing it, so we will we shall never see it, but it would have been an interesting battle. A good it would have been a good battle. I would have enjoyed it. Um, let me see what else we got here for hot topics. We talked Diddy, talk 50, Black China. Bernie dropping out. Ah, congratulations to Jeannie and Jean, Jeannie Ma and Jeezy. They are engaged. I don't know if I said that last week's show, but just in case I didn't, salute to them. Congratulations on that. Um, also, quick hitter, your girl Jordan Woods. She was revealed as the kangaroo on, what is that? What is that show called? Uh, the mass is the mass singer, right? I think it's called the mass singer. Anywho, she was revealed as the kangaroo, and she, after kind of following that, she announced that she is actually going to release a album, like a full studio project, um, sometime, be- you know, before the end of the year. And hey, I mean, listen, get your money, sis. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. If you can, you know, I didn't watch The Masked Singer, so I don't know necessarily how she sounded. But if she if she feel like she got the pipes and she feel like she can, you know, get some dope records and get people to write for her and and, you know, put out some bops. I mean, we've we've seen it. We have seen that pretty much anybody, as long as the record is a bop and they sound halfway decent people will rock with it shit'll go number one so hey you never know i say go for it sis if you got a passion for it and you feel like you can put out some bops get your coins my good sis get your coins i will never hate on anybody getting their coins so good luck with that whole situation and we shall see how that turns out for miss jordan woods And on that note, that is all that I have for Hot Topics this week. I am now going to move into the relationship portion of the show. This week's relationship question is, do you think that there is a time or time? Do you think that there is a time limit or when to say I love you? I.e. is, you know, you know, two months, three months, couple weeks, six months, a year. Like, is it too, what's too early? What's too late? Like, is there like a time frame or a time limit on when to say I love you? Obviously, I want to hear from you guys. So be 
sure to email us at prettynerdspodcast at gmail. Also, you know, you can just go directly to the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That's nerds with a Z. And just click on the link that says contact us and it'll take you right to um, the email so that you can send us your email as far as your answers to the questions. You can also submit topics. Also, you know, hit us in the DM on Instagram. Again, it's just Pretty Nerds Podcast so that we can hear from you guys and, you know, know what you think as far as your answer to the relationship question of the week. So for me, I would say that there is no time limit or time frame as far as when to say I love you. Honestly, I just feel like if you feel it, and you know the best thing is to just be honest about it like if you in love say that shit like what's the the worst that can happen is that the other person doesn't feel that way and hey the the sooner you know the better shit before you get really really deep in there and then like what's worse like you say i love you you know what's worse being two three months in feeling like you in love saying that shit and finding out that the person doesn't feel the same way or being six months to a year in and finally you know even though you felt it for a while finally saying it and then telling this person and they don't feel the same way and it's like damn now I wasted a full damn year of my life on a person who is not even as serious about me as I am about them and you know I feel like that 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 hurt hit different when it's been that long of a time period that you've kind of just been sitting on it. So I feel like once you, you know, if you feel it, just say it and put it out there. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no point in in holding it back. I think that in relationships, you know, if you're honest about, you know, how you're feeling, you communicate with your partner, that's all to the better for me. Like, I I just, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the more you try to be dishonest or try to kind of hold things back or you don't communicate with your partner, the more like trouble that you, you know, you're going to run into along the line. And also the more you could just, like I said, just be wasting time because who, like I said, who wants to sit in a relationship for a year and only to turn around and find out that, yep, this person does not love you or does not feel that way about you or does not feel that strongly about you like so damn you sat with this mother i'm (laughs) sorry but yeah you sat with this person for you know all that time and they don't feel the same way like that's just a waste of a whole year of your life so some time you know time is something that you can't get back so yeah like i said if you feel it just say it no matter when it is like don't put limits on yourself or time limits Just because, you know, social, you know, we all know that there are social kind of constraints or things that society deems appropriate as far as when things should happen. You know, people tell you, you should have kids by 30 and you should do this by 35 and by this by 40, you should have a house and blah, 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 blah. Don't put time limits on yourself. You know, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. 
your time limits and you know your timing may be different from the next person so if you feel it you in love say it and just let that let the chips fall where they may it's better to take the risk and admit that you're in love than to sit around and just hold it in and you know only to waste time and find out down down the line that that person does not feel the same way so um again we would i would love to hear from you guys as far as this relationship question so just hit us up on the website on instagram via email pretty nerds podcast that's nerds with the z and yeah let us know what you're thinking so that is pretty much it for me. I do not have any new music or books or anything like that that I am listening to. Um, I'm currently, you know, just like probably just like the well, just like the rest of the world um, during this quarantine. I'm just kind of rewatching some shows or whatever like that. There haven't really been any new things that have popped popped in as far as that I'm super interested in so I've just been re-watching some old shows that I've been that I've already seen you guys know like I said I watch Harry Potter like once a month um whenever it pops on like the sci-fi channel or USA because they always have like the little wizarding world marathons or whatever so and currently USA is running Harry Potter again so um I'm watching Harry Potter again um also, um, I'm watching the earlier seasons of The Magicians again, just because, uh, just, you know, since the series just ended, I was kind of wanting to go back and just rewatch some of the earlier seasons, which in my opinion were the better seasons. Um, also, um, I will say one new thing on Netflix that I probably will check out with, uh, this week is Code 8 the movie with Stephen Amal and his cousin Robbie Amal or is it Amel I feel like it's Amel anyway Amel Amal nonetheless you guys know who I'm talking about Stephen played um the arrow the green arrow for like ever and ever and ever for the, what, the past eight years and Robbie was on the flash and also on legends well I think he was appeared on maybe like one episode of legends before he was killed off on um on the flash but he you know they played as um firestorm so uh yeah needless to say um i'll probably check that out but other than that i pretty much have not been doing anything like as far as new books movie or movies or tv so yeah um on that note, I am going to get ready to end the show. But first, let me go ahead and give you guys the nerd moment of the week. So, um, if you guys are a fan of the DC universe, then we, have, you know, we've all kind of seen as far as the movies and all of that have been concerned. The, um, the Wonder Woman film has uh, there. It's pretty much kind of up in the air right now. They obviously have said that they really, really want to do a release as far as 
you know, through the movie theaters and everything like that, a theater release. But, you know, with the kind of the the unknown, people aren't really knowing as far as when, I guess, bigger social gatherings, like more than like 10, 15, 20 people can occur. They are also they are considering similar to how Marvel has said that they um, may, uh, you know, do Black Widow and all of that straight to kind of streaming services. They are co- heavily considering uh, doing Wonder Woman just um, on their their I guess their DC streaming service. We shall see. Um, I I highly highly just because of the fact that. You know, they DC is having so much kind of controversy and trouble with, um, you know, with its stars. Um, I'll come I'll get to that in just a minute. I highly doubt, you know, Wonder Woman is probably one of its biggest successes. I highly doubt that they will, um, you know, go the streaming route. I really think that they will push it back if they, you know, push it back if they have to until they can actually do a theater release. So I I, w- I would hold my breath as far as seeing it go straight to streaming. I really, really think that they are going to try to hold off as long as they can and do a theater release for Wonder Woman. Because, I mean, like I said, it's just one of it's one of their biggest successes. And, you know, it's made a lot them a lot of money. And with kind of the controversies that they've got going on, I I definitely foresee them waiting waiting it out until they can do a theater release on Wonder Woman. Speaking, obviously, of the DC Universe, um, they are saying that, and I and I fully believe this one, I don't think that this one is a rumor, uh, that Amber Heard is out um, in the Aquawoman, I mean, not Aquawoman, in the Aquaman films that she will, they will do a request, uh, recast in Aquaman 2 um obviously um it's speculation right now but let's let's be honest I fully fully 100% I think we can all say that we expect her to be replay replaced recast um because they just don't who wants that drama Especially in, I mean, that role is simple to recast. It's not like it's Jason Momoa who needs to be recast. You can recast her. We won't miss her. Let's be honest. So recast her and just move on as quickly as possible because who wants to deal with the mess that is Amber Heard? Speaking of mess, Ezra Miller, um, he obviously, if you guys know, he has played the Flash, Barry Allen in the Justice League movies, and he's made in a couple appearances in Suicide Squad and all of that. Um, he, the Flash movie was slated to begin filming sometime, I want to say, in September or November, uh, and, you know, uh, supposed to be finished filming come early next year. At this point, um, there was a video, um, for those of you guys, if you haven't seen it, there was a video of Ezra Miller where he was seen choking a young woman, a fan, I guess, I don't know, 
some people are, are some people were kind of writing it off saying that it was staged that um the fan asked him to do it she asked him to kind of fight with her and that it was a joke and play fighting and all that um i'll be completely honest with you i seen the video and uh, I, if it was play fighting then the kind of the people who were like filming it and like in the background and all of that they they didn't seem like they were in on the joke <laughs> um you know what i mean like they didn't seem like they got the memo like they were in on the whole it's supposed to be a joke or play fighting because they seemed pretty intent and serious about like trying to pull her off of him and telling him to chill the fuck out um needless to say there hasn't really been any kind of announcement or any kind of chatter about it from dc as far as what they're going to do they they have said that the flash movie will occur or will happen regardless but um you know whether it be with ezra or or not uh yeah we i guess we will have to kind of wait and see at this point though i mean let's if we're really thinking about it if we go back to kind of the Justice League movie, right? Regardless of whatever your thoughts about it. If we go back to it, aside from, you know, uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, who's pre- who's really left? Like, they've already said that they're going to axe Henry Cal- uh, Cavill's Superman. We know Ben Affleck is out as Batman and has been repa- uh, replaced by Robert Pattinson. Um, the gentleman who plays Cyborg, um, he was supposed to have his own standalone solo movie, and that isn't happening. So, I, I mean, at this point, could we... D- <laughs> if they're already going kind of in the direction where they've got a new Batman and everything else, could we not? Just Could they just not do a complete like reboot and just... I mean, why not? I mean, would it, and not only that, I mean, would it be so, my my thoughts are, would it be so bad if they kind of, kind of went the route with, since we saw during, you know, um, on the Arrowverse, where they had the, during like the crisis moment, where we got the surprise moment of Ezra and Grant Gustin's flashes meeting or whatever like that. You know, originally the the whole big takeaway on why they didn't use Grant Gustin to begin with was because he didn't have a lot of movie experience under his belt. You know, Ezra, he had done a lot more films. He had a lot of more film experience. But, I mean, Grant has, you know, over these couple of years now, he's played The Flash on TV for, you know, they'll be going into their seventh season coming up and you know he's got a couple movies on his belt he's a little bit more experienced now hey and if we're being completely honest grant gustin's flash is one of the more popular you know as far as the whole all across all of like the arrowverse dc tv dc uh universe just all across all boards he's he's 
fairly popular, you know? I mean, whenever Comic-Con comes around, The Flash is all people talk about. People love Grant in general. I I mean, would you, I mean, would you be against? Or I could see them just saying, hey, you know what? We had a, a moment, you know, in, in the show where we saw that the two exist. They're just kind of in different universes. I Could they not just kind of play it off as like after the crisis occurred on, you know, on Arrowverse that, you know, Grant, I don't listen. I don't know how the storyline will play off, but you could introduce Grant as the flat you know the flash in the movies he has the experience he's played the character for super long and i mean you can't like i said you can't use the whole film he doesn't have film experience under his belt because now you know we're seven years later into it and he's got more you know he's done quite a few films under his belt we know that he has the ability and the acting chops to do it so why not ride the wave man like i said he's one of your more popular actors and and it's one of your more popular shows so i say right the way and if ezra is controversy move away from that shit and just and just go the direction i mean you've recast everything else so why not it makes sense you know just tie it all in makes sense to me but anyway um that is the nerd moment of the week and that is all that i have for you guys Per usual, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Pretty Nerds podcast. I hope you guys are staying safe, staying sane. I'm praying for all you parents out there because I know not having school and daycare and all that, that them babies is out there driving you crazy. Um, but yeah, um, again, stay safe, stay at home, get creative, and thank you guys for listening. Bye, guys. Good night.